there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 40 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. So this is also episode three or part three of the intuition and parenting mini series. And I have just a couple of couple of experiences of mine that I wanted to share with you around parenting today. Um, and before we get into that, though, I did want to just share with you that the tickets for the next intuitive women's circle are live they are on my website at stephdemetrius.com slash women's hyphen circles and we had the second one which was february last friday night and i really wish i could have like bottled it and shared it with everyone else who wasn't there because it was so phenomenal all of the women who came brought their whole selves and really committed to practicing the rituals that we did in a very whole way and a very intentful way and the shifts that the women experienced on the night um, the energy that I could feel shifting as the evening went on was palpable and it was phenomenal everything about this um, session was incredible and I cannot wait to do it again in just over three weeks so the last session did sell out. So if you do want to join me and a beautiful group of women for the March intuitive women's circle it is on the 20th of March, Friday, from 7 to 9 p.m. All the details are on my website in the live events section or in the women's circle section. You can also find me on Instagram. My handle is at Steph Demetrius. Come along there. There's links in my bio in there that you can use if you are looking for those women's circle tickets. Um, but yeah, it, it's just so phenomenal and so interesting. I shared a few podcast episodes ago how... I really, really wanted these to happen last year and I almost tried to force them to happen, but the timing of it wasn't right. And when I really sat with the, sat in some space and received the the wisdom that I really needed, it was leave it till 2020. And yeah, I can see why for so many reasons, because myself and the women coming are so ready for these sessions. And what I teach in these sessions is my four-step guide to igniting your intuition or expanding your intuition that I have been practicing intently and consciously for about the last seven years. And it's just a journey that I see is something we need to put into consistently if we really want that intuitive space of ours to open up so that we can connect with our soul a whole lot easier. It's the more we put into it, the more we get back. And there is no end to it. I constantly am blown away by the information that I receive or the areas that my intuition filters into in my life that I didn't kind of really think about until I experienced it and how it just continues to unfold on a deeper level continuously. Um, so as you can hear, I'm very excited by intuition, which is why I have a podcast all about the topic. 
But yeah, these sessions are all about, we practice rituals that that embody us to acknowledge where we're at on our intuitive journey, maybe acknowledge something you want to shift in life, and then we create space. So we create space, we practice rituals to create space in your mental arena, in your emotional arena, your physical and your energetic. And then we spend some time communicating with your soul and asking a few key questions for where you are in life at the moment and with the intention you came to the session with. And then we we have a, a couple of tools that we use afterwards to help to confirm the information that you received. If you're still doubting, or maybe you didn't really receive any specific information in the, the meditation where we speak to our soul, there are a couple of tools that we use afterwards to either receive that guidance or confirm what you received in the meditation. And some of the women have shared with me what they've written in their journals after the the meditation where we communicate with our soul and then in the confirmation practices to confirm that information. Um, yeah, it just blows my mind, the, the synchronicities and the alignment of all of these things. It's just amazing when you have that intent at the start of a session, it just all flows through. And I'm just so loving these sessions in person. They're so exciting. So if you do want to come and join me in person, the tickets are for the 20th of March, 2020 from 7 to 9 p.m. on Friday evening. And I cannot wait to see you there. But I am going to get into today's episode. So we're looking at part three of intuition and parenting. So once again, I am not um, sitting here saying that I'm a parenting expert or anything like that. I am just simply sharing with you my personal intuitive experiences when it comes to parenting. And I believe it is an area that we can really grow intuition in. I feel like it's this there is this bit of a thing out there that's like, you know, as soon as you become a mum, you should have mother's intuition or a bit of a pressure around why don't I have mother's intuition? Um, but it's definitely something you can work on if you don't feel like you have it and you really want to um, expand and connect more with your intuition to do with parenting, you can. If you just have the intention to do that, you will find that experiences will start showing up in your life that will show you how to do it. Um, all we have to do is ask the question and that's all I've been asking. One of the main questions I've been asking for the last seven and a half years, really my whole lifetime because I've been fascinated in all this stuff, but really intently for the last seven and a half years, I've been asking, how does intuition work? How can I connect more? How does it work? And I've asked that question so many times. I've received so many um, tips and different ways of allowing myself to connect and creating space to connect and different ways to trust and help myself trust in so many different experiences in my life. So if you just start simply by having a conversation with your soul, the universe, or even in your journal, just asking, how do I do this? How does this work? You will find that experiences and situations will just start showing up. And it's really important to acknowledge those situations and those experiences and the lessons that you learn in them. I personally write them down. Um, and a lot of these I'm sharing with you throughout the podcast series. So it can be really um, beautiful to have that as a tool to go back on when you're maybe in a space of not trusting, because I do believe it's an ebb and flow, just like everything else in life, everything is cyclical. So sometimes on our intuitive journey, we hit this, we might hit a brick wall where it's like, I just I don't trust it at the moment. Or you might have an experience where you thought you were trusting it and it didn't, you know, a situation didn't turn out how you wanted it to and you're questioning it. But Sometimes situations need to go a certain way for us to learn a certain lesson. So sometimes we need to look past what our ego or our mind is telling us how something should have happened and really just sit with and look at the deeper lesson within that situation. Um, but I feel like I'm getting a little bit off track here. <laughs> 
Um, so I wanted to share with you a couple of stories today. And this is a topic that um, being a mum of three, I will continue to have experiences with intuition in my kids, you know, on a regular basis. So I will share them with you as they happen um, as much as I possibly can, possibly in my um, intuition on the daily episodes that pop up from time to time when I feel like I'm having some daily experiences that I want to share with you about my intuition. So one of this, one of these experiences happened, oh, it must have been about two and a half years ago. So my daughter was about two at the time and we were on a holiday and we were in a holiday house and the kids were, had walked down the hallway from the kitchen towards the bedrooms. And my daughter was small enough that I generally wouldn't let her walk down there by herself because there were things that she could get into or grab or pull down. Anyway, I was sort of a few seconds behind them and I was down the other end of the corridor and in the kitchen. And I just thought to myself, oh, I wonder what she's doing down there before I ran down there. And I instantly saw this image of her reaching up onto the little table in the room for the oil diffuser that I'd put in that room. Anyway, I bolted down the other end and when I got down there, I saw that exact image playing out in front of me. My daughter was reaching her hand up to grab the diffuser on the little table in the room. And I ran over and, and grabbed it from her and kind of just stopped and was like, whoa, like I'm, I'm constantly blown away by those, um, those visions coming true. I think because I denied them for so many years of my life, I would see things and they would happen or I'd know things and they would unfold in front of me. And I used to be so scared of that, but now I'm just so in awe and amazed at that process of how we can be so present and in the moment and connected to everything that there is and receive that information or that image. And then moments later, it materializes in front of us. Like we've almost just seen the future. But for me, I see it as being so present and in the moment that I was at that moment just in tune with everything that was going on in my surrounds. And I just was shown that image because that was about to happen. So that was one. And for me, the lesson in that is just quickly ask, what is she doing? So my, without even trying to communicate with my soul, the universe, I just quickly asked, oh, I wonder, it was just more of a curiosity. I wonder what she's going to do down there. I wonder what she's racing down there for. Um, and then I've got that image back. So don't be afraid to ask a question. Don't be afraid to um, ask and receive some guidance and don't be afraid to trust what pops into your mind first. And one of the ways that I will confirm if it is from my soul or if it is from my ego is I will question it. And some people say with intuition, don't question it, just trust what pops up first. But I am someone who questions things a lot and I am someone who needed to use that as a process to learn to trust my intuition. So for me, I personally say question away. And what happened for me, um, which I share in episode six of this um, podcast series, which was um, creating, oh, which was trust, which was the part, step, step three in my intuitive cycle, which is trust, is that when we question where something comes from, two things will happen. So if we question and say, is this true? Is this true? If it's coming from our soul, it will be the same message over and over and over and over again. So it will be consistent, 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 the same image, the same message, the same wisdom dropping in. If it's from our ego, our ego will try to convince us. So the story will change. 
So that's a really nice, simple, practical tool that you can use. And I have an infographic for that in the free resources section in my website. If you want to see it written down, if you're visual, you can see it all laid out. It's super simple, only a couple of steps. But that's a really nice tool that you can use when you are unsure of, oh, did I just make that up? Or was that actually my soul talking to me via my intuition? And I think I just questioned it so much that when I had that experience, when I understood when I question it, if I receive the same image over and over again, that is my soul, that is the universe, that is source energy and my intuition telling me that this is the truth. But when when my ego is involved, my ego tries to convince me, it tells me a story, it tries to make me believe something and it keeps on changing the story. So that's just a really simple tip for you there. So asking and receiving, asking and receiving and starting to make it a regular practice. And you can start with small things. Something that I often get questions about is when someone has like a big decision they've got to make in their life and they're a bit scared to trust their intuition on it, especially if the information coming through is a little bit out of alignment or a little bit different to where they thought they were going to go or what they thought the answer should be. Um, It can be really nice just to start practicing with little things. So which food is best for me to have today? Do I need to take an umbrella today? Which shoes should I wear? Um, just really, really super, super, super simple things. Um, but yeah, once you start to really trust those little lessons and those little guidances, it gets so much easier. You might have a, um, you might have some knowledge drop in about a friend and then you can ask, do I share this with them? And if you do share that with them, even if you feel like, oh, this isn't something I've talked to them about before, it might seem a bit, you know, a bit out of the blue, but if you follow through with that and you share it with them. And they give you that confirmation of, oh my God, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Or, you know, they might give you some other confirmation of of why they needed that information that you shared with them. That's just another little confirmation for you on how you can trust and why you can trust in your intuition. Um, And the other story actually just happened to me the other week. I was in the car, I was driving my kids to school and kinder and I was stuck in negative thinking. I can't even remember what it was about at the time, but... I was just stuck in this negative loop and I couldn't get myself out of it. And I was driving to school in kinder and I was like, no, I don't want my day to progress from this space. So I kind of just in my head, I pushed pause and went, no, stop. We're not going to keep doing this. And I just said to myself, what's the best thing to get myself out of this situation? And just popped into my mind, gratitude. And I was like, yes, gratitude is going to bring me back into a nice positive frame of mind. It's going to help me have a bit of an oxytocin release, help me feel nice and calm and relaxed, help me focus on the joyous, most incredible things I have in life. So I started to just go through and think about how incredibly grateful I am for my kids and my family and our home and just just started to list even just having fresh water to drink every day and abundance of healthy food to nourish myself and my family with. Whatever it was, the fresh air, listening to the birds in the morning, having my feet on the grass all those really simple things. And as I was thinking about them, I just started to feel really relaxed and my energy shifted and I could feel that shift in my body. And then seconds later, my daughter said to me, mom, I don't want to go to kinder today. I don't like kinder. And I was like, okay, all right. So I want you to tell me three things that you like about kinder. So we started to talk about three things she liked about kinder. So she started to list off some of her friends she likes to play with at kinder. She started to tell me about some of the meals that she likes at kinder. She started to tell me about some of the activities that she likes to do at kinder. 
And as she started to tell me about those things, her energy completely changed. I could feel that she was about to head towards a very emotional space and a very upset space. And she sounded like she was about to start crying. But as soon as we started talking about the things that she's grateful for about kinder and the things that she enjoyed about kinder, we just kept the conversation going and was were talking about it. And then all of a sudden, she stopped talking to me and turned and talked to her brother and just completely forgot about the fact that she did not want to go to kinder, which was, which is pretty amazing because I know as a parent, I'm sure many of you parents know, sometimes that can be an absolute struggle in the morning when your kids don't want to go to kinder or school, how to actually help them shift that energy and that mentality. Um, but this for me was just a really beautiful practice because I'd personally just practiced it myself moments before. And it had completely shifted me out of that negative space into a really positive, beautiful, peaceful space. And yeah, and, and then her having that similar experience to me was just amazing because I could just share that with her straight away. And then to watch her transform too from almost getting really upset about not wanting to go to kinder that day and saying she didn't like it to a space of these are the things that I really love about kinder and then completely actually forgetting about it and just carrying on with another conversation with her brother. It was quite amazing to me and this is a lesson that continues to come up for me with parenting is that our kids are our mirrors and quite often what we are going through they will be going through as well because they feel our stuff. I remember as a kid feeling the stuff that was happening in my household or feeling stuff that was happening with people around me or my parents and my family specifically but they feel what is going on with us and I've even had experiences where a couple of years ago I was going through something and I was working through something personally and I got up the next day and I'd had um, I'd been doing some deep work and all this heavy stuff was coming up that I was working on and I'd been releasing it and anyway the next day my son woke up and he said mom I had this dream and he told me about the dream and it was a direct like mirroring and reflection of the stuff that I was working on and I was just like holy crap I need to continue working on this stuff because he is picking up on all this stuff that you know that's going on for me I didn't tell him that was going on for me but um, it just was an illustration of our kids pick up what's happening for us and sometimes I've had that recognition in the moment and then had the mummy guilt straight away and gone oh my gosh I don't want my kids to feel negative stuff I'm feeling or I don't want them to feel some of the stuff that I'm going through personally at times but the thing is that we are all human and it's okay, like it's okay. Our kids learn so much from us and as we travel on this journey and we learn more about ourselves, we're able to share more with them, we're able to have more conscious conversations with them. So wherever we are in our parenting journey is perfect and wherever we are going and heading is also perfect as well. So it's really good um, for our kids to be able to learn those lessons from us as well. And even just to see us spending that time tuning in with our intuition and practicing rituals and things like that. If you want to get your kids into things like that or just getting them to invite it into their life, even things like intentions or gratitude. I find that when I practice them myself, my kids want in straight away. So if I bring my yoga mat out, my kids will be climbing all over me or they'll be copying me, whatever I'm doing with the yoga. Um, if I get my crystals out, I used to make crystal grids with my eldest when he was really little. And I would just get my crystals out and play with him and he would come over and make different spiral patterns and different patterns with all the crystals. And my kids love my essential oils. I like to smell the ones I like and the ones I don't like. And that actually gives me a bit of information about what's going on for them emotionally at the moment. But um, yeah, so they, they will copy what we do. So if they see us 
you know, exercising to release um, blocked energy to come back to our truth that we feel better afterwards or stopping and taking three breaths when we're feeling a bit grumpy or irritable or reactive and coming back to a peaceful place. They will learn by watching rather than what we say we do, which is a big lesson for me as a parent. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed those lessons and the last three episodes on intuition and parenting. Like I mentioned earlier on in this episode, I'm sure I will have many more experiences to do with intuition and parenting and I will share them as they happen in the intuition on the daily episodes that pop up from time to time. But I really enjoy um, receiving emails from you guys and even on um, Instagram DMs. I love hearing your journeys. I love hearing how this podcast series or specific um, episodes and specific lessons and experiences of mine have helped you in your life. So please email me. I will respond as soon as I possibly can to your emails. I like to respond and I just love hearing your stories. And if you have any questions as well, please let me know. I do have some Q&A episodes coming up. Um, so yeah, let me know if you have any questions about energy, emotion, spirituality, the journey of the soul, intuition, and I can add those in there. But I hope you have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journeys together next episode. And remember to email me at info at if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes, which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.